where we talk about Clueless minute by minute. I'm Shannon Camp, your host. And with me today, I have Catherine Cogert. Hello. And Christy Admiral. Hi there. Today's minute will cover from uh, a few more moments of stammering explanation from Josh to share. And it will end with Mr. Hall and Miss Guy's kissing before they walk down the aisle at their wedding. So there's quite a lot to see in this minute. This minute is going to take us from one location to another as if by magic. (laughs) To a very... from one very white place to a very pink place. Uh, so jumping right in with where we left off with the flirtation between Josh and Cher leading up to, you know, the moment of confession, if you will. Uh, Josh has, of course, just assured Cher that it's really good law experience for him. It's a good learning experience. And Cher says, you already said that. And Josh now sort of laughing to himself in a way that seems to indicate that he openly knows that he's sounding fake. Mel, I want to help out Mel. He's the only one who cares about me, which is just like fishing for her to say that she cares about him, which obviously she does. But that is just like, huh. Mel's the only one who cares about me. I guess I'll go listen to college alternative radio with my candles and my VHS tapes. <laughs> oh, you know, that's really interesting. <laughs> when they show his room, he has a phone, candles, and VHS tapes. We, we should do least favorite characters, too. We did favorite characters last episode. <laughs> uh, Elton, right off the bat. That's Elton. the easiest mm-hmm. question you've asked. Elton, he's the worst. He's the only person who really tries to commit a crime when he tries to, as Cher puts it, sexually assault her. If she feels that way, then I feel that way. So, yikes. Yeah, the bank robber, or not the bank robber, the guy who robs Cher is better than he is. The mugger. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's very polite. He says thank you. He says he will totally shoot her in the head, and it's kind of funny, honestly, in the moment. You feel like he won't really do it. I feel like Elton really would have, you know, pushed the limits if he thought that he could have. Thankfully, we're not talking about a minute that either of those <laughs> in. We have beautiful, sweet, wonderful Josh. Cher, of course, says that's not true. And Josh says, he's not. Are you saying you care about me? At this point, he's like, he's half teasing, but he's also really trying to drag it out of her, I feel like. And so she says, Josh, and sort of hits him on the shoulder, but they kiss. Oh, they finally kiss. Finally. And then the cutest moment of all time actually happens after the first kiss. They pull away from each other, and they both look, like, shocked. And then Cher sort of smiles, and Josh has a huge smile, and then he kisses her again. (laughs) So cute. It's true. It is absolutely precious. I'm sorry, but the douchebag lawyer was right when he called it puppy love because they are a pair of human puppies. They're Lady and the Tramp, basically. Yeah, they're stupid for each other. It's really cute. The music is swelling. My eyes are just like cartoon hearts right now. So it's Uh just such a... It's such a sweet moment. It's such a good kiss. Uh, I love the way he leans into it. Is 
for some reason devastatingly romantic it's because he's like below her and he's leaning up face first no body grabbing it's like very much like about the kiss it's not about like heavy petting it's it's kissing it's like really good kissing paul red i don't know is it this kiss or the wedding kiss where he like He's just really good at the the gentle hand on the face, the gentle oh. caressing hand. Oh, I think it's just... I think it's both of them. I can't remember their wedding. It's the hand kiss. on the face. Yeah, me. yeah. I I know exactly what you mean, and I'm being swept away. It's actually rather hard to focus on the task at hand. No, it's <laughs> true. It's just so romantic. I don't even know what there else is to say because I can't have a critical eye about this scene. I mean, it's just it's just the timing of it is perfect and it's really perfect (laughs) this is gonna be the shortest episode of as if (laughs) well we have the beginning of the hall geist wedding to talk about too so i do want to jump back for just a second it what it's very exciting to talk about kissing guys i agree yes (laughs) but i do think it's really interesting that paul rudd goes to like well mel is the only one who cares about me i think that's really interesting and i think it belies like a like a real insecurity that that character has. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally, completely. Because uh, it, it comes through throughout when he says, like, oh, well, you and your friends don't want, like, a big brother type hanging around, which is when Cher delivers what's arguably the most important line of the entire film. Josh, you are not my brother. <laughs> Thank you, Cher. Thank you for clarifying that from your key mouth to point. God's ears. Uh, but it, it, I agree with you. It's showing throughout. And he seems to be with uh, his college girlfriend, who's kind of someone who, like, is maybe picking on him a little bit. Not in the teasing way that Cher does, but in kind of a ranty way. So, yeah. She actually reminds me, uh, not to be too stereotypical, but based on the very short scenes we have of them, it seems like his college girlfriend is a little more in line with his mother. Yes, Gail. Oh, interesting. I just yeah. love that her name is Gail. She totally is a Gail. She has like two lines we hear over the phone and I know she is Gail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so interesting. Okay. Okay. So I keep going back to Emma references because I'm really curious. Is there is there a college girlfriend character in Emma? No. I guess the difference would be that Emma really legitimately believes for a while that he's into Harriet, who is mm. Ty. Um, and I would say, yeah, there's no, there's no college girlfriend. There's no girlfriend. I don't think there's some other things though, moments they share that, uh, I think are like charming and kind of weird. Um, like, cause again, they're, they're not, e- they're even further apart in the book. They're, you know, like I said, he's her sister's brother-in-law, so they're not, really related um but they have a niece that they share named emma so like they have a niece that's both of their niece because it's his brother's daughter and her sister's daughter so that's cute you have some other like cute but also a little bit strange connections there uh yeah kind of interesting to point out one of my uh favorite things about nightly in emma is that emma realizes she misses him because there's this chair that he always sits in it has like a dent where he always sits (laughs) and when she notices he's missing she's like contemplating the chair and like thinking that he should be in it i want to believe that Cher feels that way about the couch dent that josh has at her uh, father's house (laughs) she does 
Totally. Because it seems like that's is pretty much their go-to spot. Like, I've noticed that they even maintain the same sides when they sit on the couch together, I think. I do love assigned seats. It's yeah. very soothing. It's yeah. extremely comforting. That was always important to me in the family minivan, being like, this is mine. Oh. You spill your goldfish on your seat. This one's mine to spill goldfish on. <laughs> that's really cute. Uh, well, speaking of adorable, we cut <laughs> right away to a wedding ceremony, and we're supposed to be like, who is this? Is it Cher and Josh? Except that the backs of these people's bodies look nothing like Cher and Josh. The woman is obviously misguised. The man is a stand-in for Mr. Hall that has hair. That is a true trivia fact. Uh, it oh. wasn't Wallace Shawn because they did want to make it seem for a moment like it was Cher and Josh's wedding. Although I think with Cher, the first thing you notice is her blonde hair. So they have a stand-in just for that shot who has a lot more hair. And you'll notice Gosh. that when you watch it over. And uh, Amy Heckling, who I think I've, pronounced, I've been pronouncing her name Heckerling. Sorry, Amy. It is Heckerling. I proved it. Okay, this document says Heckling. Great. Amy Heckerling is the maid of honor next to her. I kept a special eye out for her this time and saw her. I know that Twink Kaplan, who played Miss Geist, and Amy Heckerling were good friends, so it makes sense that she would be the maid of honor in this scene. It's a super pink wedding. Cher's voiceover says, as if, so tally that one up that's another as if for uh, the intro of this podcast i'm only 16 and this is california not kentucky that is always uh, been i guess you we were really burn. supposed to think it was yeah. her but she's among the bridesmaids wearing a pink dress a pink bolero a pink choker and pink shoes <laughs> uh the priest says you may kiss the bride and we see in a close-up well a semi-close-up that it's mr hall and miss geist who are an adorable couple i really love them love wallace sean I don't know that I've seen Twink Kaplan in anything else, but Miss Geist is an amazing character. So it's great to see them get their happy ending, for sure. It is great. I, I really like her dress. Yes. It's oh, a, really a really gorgeous fit. I mean, yeah. her body is banging. Perfect fit. So. Banging bod. I love I love the way the veil is framed. Mm-hmm. I love the, like, the, the kind of, like... Oh, what is that scene in uh, My Fair Lady where at the, they're at the horse race, the like horse race type hat thing? Yes, I know exactly what that. you mean. <laughs> I agree with you. It's very classic, really, and it's very glamorous. So, oh man, I really love it. Uh, th- I think this may be the only couple that share successfully match made because kind of the joke of Emma is that Emma has one successful match or maybe two. She matches Isabella and John Knightley, her older sister and her uh, brother-in-law and then the characters who are analogous to Mr. Hall and Miss Geist, her former governess and this older man. And then she tries to set a bunch of people up and just fails because she's a meddler and the moral of the story is don't be a meddler. But it's, it is nice to see the one couple that does work out uh, in the form of Miss Geist and Mr. Hall. I love that montage earlier in the film of the two of them getting together very slowly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is very good. I do love that. Uh, satisfying meddlers, just nothing quite like it, you know? <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. I actually have to remind myself of that book slash this movie frequently just to keep myself, keep my grubby little fingers out of my friend's beeswax. Oh, no, it's so true. I think that, like, that's one of the great lessons of this film, and apparently Emma, which I've never read, but maybe I should read. It's fun. It's my favorite Austin. I would go so far as to say it's one of the more fast-paced ones, but that's just my two cents. Good recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, like, just... 
just how much planning she does not only for other people but also for her own life like the date montage with Christian just how much prep work she does and everything it's yeah. just a good reminder and then to to find out and to realize that like true love was in front of you the whole time <laughs> also <laughs> just, just to a relax a little bit maybe Maybe it says something that she finds true love while she's wearing loose-fitting pants. That speaks to me. Yes. Are the orchid-colored pants loose-fitting? They've got a nice wide leg. You know, skinny Uh, jeans weren't really a thing back then. I miss like They almost look like nursing scrubs in certain moments. They look very scrub-like to me. They just (laughs) look a little little more wide-fitting than most of her stuff, but... It's not a super flattering color for pants, I don't think. It's not a super flattering color for anyone. Alicia <laughs> Silverstone looks amazing in them, but that's because she's like... She's Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, exactly. Sure. She's preternaturally beautiful, so... The, yeah, the Easter... right. The Easter-colored description was very... Like, that's on point. I think that is about right for what those pants are. Yeah. I actually... Not many people can pull that color palette off. I do actually kind of love the bridesmaid... Uh, get-ups too i like the 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 bolero jackets i think they're the right kind of cheesy for me yeah yeah i love a good bolero big 90s thing the bolero definitely she doesn't she doesn't it was like it's like methadone from the 80s like padded shoulder yes exactly i need to come down from my shoulder pads high uh she doesn't show up till the next minute, but I'm obsessed with the tiny flowers in Dion's braids that yes. match her dress. So All is Ty, time. man. Yes. <laughs> Wait, Ty isn't wearing a bridesmaid dress. She's wearing blue. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. I was saying that, like, Ty is, like, looking at them really closely. Oh, yeah. She's obsessed, too. Oh, yeah. Well, to be fair. <laughs> to draw more parallels. Travis, she's probably stoned. So oh, that's true. <laughs> I would be true, fascinated yeah. with them, too. But, yeah. Oh, no. Because Travis is uh, Oh, he's in, clean in, now. In now. I take it yeah. back. I take it back. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But, uh, yes. Absolutely. Well, great, then. She just loves She just loves the flowers. I'm with her. And I would also be fascinated as to, like, how did you do this? How did you get them to stay? They look like they're kept up by magic. <laughs> they do. They do. That or some sort of weird tack glue. Hey, again, you got to suffer suffer for your beauty, I guess. I don't yes, know. Beauty. beauty is suffering. Beauty is power. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, this is really turning into like an all-female power meeting. I like it. It should have turned into that a lot sooner. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up this minute. Uh is there anything else that we need to touch on? The only music we have in this minute is a touch of the wedding march. Uh, but that's about it. Yes, that is true. No, I think we're, I, I think that's it with this one. I really want to move on to the next one so we can talk about Dion's choice of what her bridesmaids will wear. Oh, it is so epic. We will see you tomorrow for the next minute. Thank you so much for joining me today, Catherine and Christy. Yeah, excellent minute. All right. Now it's time for plugs. Catherine, do you have anything to plug? Yeah, totally. You can follow me on Twitter and you can also listen to my podcast, Encyclopedia Brunch, which I do with my co-host. And um, on that, it's kind of like... um, I don't know. It's kind of like stuff you should know had one mimosa too many. Oh, I love it. That's, That's what a I'm great about. Description. You got to get alcohol in the mix. First <laughs> rule of do. podcasting. <laughs> uh, Unless and, you're Travis, stay clean. No, I'm really proud of him. I actually feel bad that I forgot that he gets clean in the movie. Good for him. And it's Good incredibly thing. sweet, the scene where he donates all his bongs, especially the honey bear <laughs> one, which is so <laughs> cute. Uh, and Christy, do you have anything to plug? 
Yeah, sure. You can oh, find so me much on so, Twitter yeah. at Admiral Christie. And I sometimes write for the Mary Sue. So if you search my name there, you can find it. <laughs> and if you're interested in seeing slash hearing more of what I do with my acting, writing, and podcasting, you can visit me at shannon-camp.com. We will see you next time for our final minute of the week. I'm so excited. Me too. Yay! Me too. <laughs> All right. Thanks for being here, ladies. Thank you Thank for you. having us. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.